there it is. That's how you know a uh, below the surface episode is started. Uh, I feel like I've done the last few episodes sober, like not drinking anything. And I don't know if the people listening to it appreciate the sound of a beer opening uh, to start the podcast, but it does just kind of feel right while you're sitting here recording it. Uh, we're back. 21st below the surface episode, uh, 40, 44th, maybe episode total. I'm not a hundred percent sure. No, 45th episode total, uh, which, you know, coming up on a fucking year, almost here in a few months. Don't know what we're going to do about that. Um, this will be another sports episode. I feel like there's not been a whole lot of crazy political news, uh, just over the past week or so. Um, I mean, there are, there are little things that pop up here and there, but just not really something that I want to dedicate a whole lot of time talking to. But the NFL offseason uh, has picked up some. Some interesting stuff has happened over the past couple of weeks. Free agency um, officially starts on Wednesday, 15th. Uh, the legal tampering period begins tomorrow, I think. So, uh, yeah, no, we're going we're gonna to kind of recap some of the different things that have happened in the offseason so far. Some things that we might see uh, going forward with, you know, A-Rod potentially leaving the Packers, Lamar Jackson, what's going to happen with him. Um, but before we get into all of that, actually, let's just fuck, uh, briefly talk about the main event from last night. There, there were some other good fights on and everything like that, too. Um, Rafael Asuncao retired in the prelims, fucking staple of the 135 division for a long time. But uh, the main event, I feel like, is what everybody is talking about from last night. So, um, yeah, let's talk about it because it wasn't uh, wasn't exactly a real competitive fight. No, it was a fucking a disappointment by Jan, I will just say. I fucking – I guess I've really been watching this shit steady since about fucking the end of 2019. And, like, you know, I love watching him fight. I really fucking – I don't know if I talked about it on the previous show, but he's like a fucking artist, you know. But he did not look like that. He looked like fucking – like it was, it was just, it was shit. It was just a fucking disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And I, I know he's one of your favorite fighters to watch too. So that fight couldn't have been a, a whole lot of fun to watch. You know, I mean, you know, I've, I've been watching it long enough that I've seen my favorite fighters fucking rise to the top, get beat down, you know, rack up loss after loss and fucking, you know, it sucks. It sucks. And, you know, I mean, it feels like three years ago, Piotr Jan was at the top of the division, looked like, you know, he was going to be a hard guy to beat. And now we're looking at a guy that's uh, one in four in his last five. Uh, some of those losses were, you know, uh, controversial to say the least. But, you know, that kind of just goes to show you how fast somebody could fall, man. I remember people talking about how, you know, how well-rounded Jan was and, you know, how he might be the guy that kind of provided stability to the division and fucking everything like that. And, you know, after a night like last night, um, you know, it's kind of hard to imagine what's next for him. Uh, it's, it's hard to imagine what's next for Marab, too. And, you know, don't really want to take away anything from his performance. I mean, he did what he does. You know, he goes in there and he puts on a wrestling clinic and uh, – I mean, that's what he did last night. Shit, 49 takedown attempts in a fight. Broke the record. Broke the record by 16. I believe the previous record was 33. 
and he had 49 takedown attempts. I mean, one, you know, I think all the judges had it 50, 45, or, you know, some, you know, maybe, you know, gave you on a point more or a point less wherever, but uh, there's not really a clear path forward for either of them. I feel like uh, Marab is, you know, He's going to be the number one or number two ranked contender at 135. He's not going to fight Sterling. Uh, he's got Jan on his third loss. Um, just kind of a weird time in the Bantamweight division. Uh, I did see somebody say that a cool fight to put together would, would be uh, to have Jan fight Davis and Figueredo. That would and be I interesting. think that's interesting. Yeah. Because Figueredo, I think, is going to have some success at 135. I don't. He's not too small. He, you know, he hits hard. He's got power in his hands. I, I think he'll fit in, you know, pretty well at 135. He's coming off a loss too, you know. So like you got, you know, you got Jan coming off these losses. You got, you know, Figgy coming off a loss and moving up. I, I think those two would be a lot of fun to watch fight. That's that's actually a fucking brilliant idea. I really, I bet that gets put together. Because like, who else is there? Who else is in fucking? that division that would fight Jan. Like, I mean, I think it's, I think it's, it's not even about who else in the division. I think it's just a fucking good thing for Figueredo to fucking, he's just, it's just, it just makes sense. You know, like all the fucking yeah. people at the top of the division beat Jan. So if he can, that just proves that like, it's, it's a good guy too coming off the losses to see really where he fucking would rank moving up, you know, and wait. Yeah. And it would, um, I feel like it's always kind of difficult for the UFC to figure out what to do with a guy like Figueredo. Like he's, you know, like he's clearly the second best flyweight fighter in the UFC right now, but he's moving up and it's like, you know, you kind of want to give him a tune up fight, but you also can't give him somebody like, like he can't fight somebody unranked or even somebody in the lower 15 would kind of feel off. Um, you know, so I mean, a fight like this, you know, I, I don't think a loss would really hurt Figueredo all that much. Like if Jan was to beat him, and then if he was to beat Jan, it would immediately put him right up there in the top ten, maybe top five of bantamweight. So um, I didn't come up with that idea. I did see it on Twitter, um, but whenever I read it, I, I was just like, yeah, no, that I feel like that that makes a lot of sense. Um, a little bit of uncertainty with with uh, what's going to happen with Marab too. I mean, he and Sterling have said over and over that they're not going to fight one another. Um, Dana White said the other night that it would be a mistake for Marab and Sterling to continue to like not fight one another. I think maybe he's a little irritated with it. Um, of course, their training partners, fucking Sterling, was in his corner against Jan. I mean, it makes sense, and. Uh, you know, the way they were talking last night is that, you know, Sterling is going to fight Henry Cejudo in May, I think May 6th. And then I think Sterling wants to fight Sean O'Malley after that. And he's not booked up. He's the currently the number one contender. He's not booked against anybody. Um, you know, so maybe they make that fight. And then Sterling wants to move up to 145. Now, that assumes a lot of things. It, you know, I, I think him getting past O'Malley is not a stretch of the imagination. I, you know, I, I think he would beat O'Malley, but I, you know, I think maybe he's in court. I mean, he has to do this, right. But he, he's assuming that he's going to beat Henry Cejudo. And that's not an assumption that I think is uh, a safe, to, a safe one to make. Henry Cejudo is legit. Who is fucking, who's Sean O'Malley fighting next? Nobody. It didn't look like anybody's yeah, lined up. Who is he thinking? Up. Is, is it, who's, who's like looking at him? 
I think he wants a title shot. And I think Sterling wants to give it to him, but it's just, you know, he's got to finish this Henry Cejudo business before he can he can do anything else. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that fight happen. Again, that's assuming that Sterling beats Cejudo, and I, I I don't know that that's going to happen. It could. You know, Cejudo hasn't fought in three years, but, you know, when he did fight, he was the Bantamweight champion. You know, he was a, you know, two-division champion. He was a great fighter. You know, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I would love to see the odds on those two guys fighting one another. I'd love to see what it is. Um I think it could be a pretty good one, though. Marab also, you know, like if if Sterling was to get past those two and then move up to featherweight, then Marab could, you know, finally fight for the title, probably become champion. I mean, after doing what he did to Jan, I, I kind of have a hard time believing that anyone's going to beat him. Uh, I don't know that Sterling would beat him, to be honest with you. I mean, maybe he would, but that that wrestling attack is just ruthless. 49 attempts is insane. That is, that is an insane number of takedowns to attempt in a fight. What do you even do? That's like when you're playing, uh, you know, UFC 4, the game, and you're fighting, somebody, you're, you're fighting the computer on, like, the hardest difficulty, and it's like Habib or DC or somebody like that, and then every three seconds they're shooting a takedown. That's what yeah. fighting Marab is like in real life. <laughs> has he, that, has he, is he always like that? How many? I don't know how many of his fights I've watched. Mm. I feel like he... Or how does he usually okay? Well, yeah, yeah. I guess he uh, he's on a fucking nine fight win streak. Three fucking he's won three fights by knockout and one by submission. So I guess he's usually just fucking go the distance. Yeah. Does he just oh, yeah. wrestle fuck people, or does he just does he fucking you know? Like, no, pretty much. Yeah, that's kind of his that's kind of his game plan. Now, I mean, he turned it up against Jan, you know, with all those takedowns he did. But that is kind of his move, just to. Just to wrestle the fuck out of you. I mean, it works. Obviously, very successful. Nine fight win streak. You know, hasn't lost in five years. You know, he's just in a weird spot because he doesn't want to fight Sterling. Like I said, I understand it, but like, man, you know, your your time at the top in MMA is so, or it can be, you know, so short. Um. I don't know. I, I don't know that I would be passing up on a potential title shot to just kind of wait around. I don't know. I don't know what his move is. I mean, I guess it is just to wait around until Sterling moves up. But, man, I don't know. You know, you start getting a little older. The the up-and-comers start getting a little better. Uh, I don't know. Most people are not, you know, most people don't have these extended long title reigns that somebody like GSP or Jones or Silva had, you know, you you know, you've, you've really got, you know, you might get one opportunity to be the champ and you might defend your belt a couple of times, but man, it's just, you know, I don't know. You want to capitalize on that whenever you get the opportunity. Um, I feel like, uh, Marab and Sean O'Malley should happen in like June or August or somewhere around there. Okay. That, so if they fucking really came up with something quick, that would fucking, because, I mean, like, Sean O'Malley jumped from, like, fucking number 11 to, like, number 1. Like, just by beating Jan. Is that, isn't that that how he jumped? Or did he was there yeah. some fucking... Oh, yeah. Gap? yeah. So, like, it's... I mean, you shouldn't just instantly get a title shot because you got a bunch of fucking colorful hair. 
you know, and like you're excited to watch and you talk a lot of shit. Not that I don't fucking, I love that shit, you know. I hope he fucking gets it. And I hope he wins it and beats the fuck out of everybody. But like, I, I feel like putting fucking him against Marab would be the best fucking solution. And then if, assuming fucking Sterling beats fucking Cejudo, then they fucking schedule some, like the next fight for fucking sometime around like November, December, a title belt, or, you know, another a fucking, yeah, title yeah. fight. Maybe Clea close out the year with a with a big Because Sean O'Malley he last time he fought was fucking October, you know? He doesn't fight yeah. like I don't know. He, he, he like twice a year. He's like a twice a year guy. At this pace he's only gonna be fucking I guess he's more than twice a year. I'm looking at his shit now. No, he's no, he throws down. He was He has been waiting since October though. I know what you mean. Like he's you know, he has been kind of sitting around waiting for a title shot. Um, and I also think that, you know, I, I think Marab would kill him. And I think that's kind of why the UFC, you know, has kind of strayed away from booking Sean against anyone. Cause I mean, he, he, you know, he got the split decision over Jan, you know, I know we both watched that fight and thought Piotr Jan, you know, won that fight. I, I feel like most people did, you know, so he like, he like barely squeaked by in the Jan fight. So I think the UFC is kind of holding him back cause they want to, you know, I think they are kind of saving him for, you know, to fight for the title, whether it's against Sterling or Cejudo or whatever the case is. Um, you know, I mean, the UFC has had a favorable opinion of Sean O'Malley ever since he hopped in and, you know, got all this attention. And I don't hate it. You know, I'm not even, you know, I'm not even saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying, you know, that, that that's kind of the reason I feel like we might not see him fight. You know, until until he you know, title shot opens up. Um, I don't know. I I think they could also because um, Chito Vera and Corey Sandhagen are two top bantamweight guys. Uh, they're gonna fight later this month in about two weeks, I think. And you know, uh, Chito Vera is the only guy that's beaten Sean O'Malley in MMA. Period. You know, not just the UFC, but ever. Uh. So, you know, maybe book those two to fight again. You know, if, if Chito Vera beats Corey Sandhagen or, you know, I mean, maybe even if he doesn't, uh, if he did, it would make for a way better story. But, you know, have those two run it back. Uh, I don't I, I think that would be interesting. And then that would really like solidify like if, if Sean O'Malley beat Chito Vera, avenged his loss, that would really solidify his case for a title shot, I feel like. So, I mean, that's just another option. I mean, that would also have to take place maybe maybe, maybe kind of in the fall, you know, um, which, which you know, would maybe mean that Sean doesn't fight for the title until early next year. I don't know. I'm not the UFC matchmaker. They're going to do what they're going to do. There's, been, there's a lot of fun, uh, you know, I, I mean, last night, there's just been some fun Bantamweight uh, fights, you know, here recently, past couple months, and then, it feels like here this next month uh, or a couple months, we get a whole lot more. So um, actually, I think the Sterling and Cejudo fight is going to happen like maybe a week before the year anniversary of this podcast. So we might be talking about that fight on the on the year anniversary, maybe um, something to look forward to. Wait, what, what's today? What's the. Uh... Uh, Damn, this would be hard to figure out. Do we have do we have the time for this? Fuck it. Math is not my fucking strong subject. Nah, I don't know exactly when a year is, but I know they're fighting May 6th, and the podcast started like 
I, I think maybe like the second week of May, something like that. So, you know, like I said, we might we might be drinking a little champagne and talking about Aljamain Sterling and uh, Henry Cejudo. It'll either be fucking we're, we'll for sure be talking about it whether it has happened or hasn't happened. You know, that's just the only fucking thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm sure. I'm sure we will. Um, yeah, we we will definitely talk about it um, at some point. Also, I released my first episode on May 9th. so. Uh, so it's first first Monday, second week of May. Yeah. So, so it'll be around there. It'll it'll uh, it'll line up fairly decently. Damn. I don't know. Okay. So, yeah. Something to look forward to. There's going to be a lot of great fights in between now and then. So. Uh, I don't imagine we'll have any shortage of things to talk about. Um, something that we that we don't talk about all that often. Well, I mean that we have not really gone into depth any yet is uh, uh, all these NFL transactions that have happened over the past few weeks. I mean, free agency starts on Wednesday, like we said earlier, but there have already been uh, a few interesting moves that have happened. So, you know, we can definitely dive into them. Um, Let's start with two moves that have not happened yet. Aaron Rodgers, you know, my favorite quarterback, <laughs> the quarterback of my favorite team, the team that I root for. Um, will you be rooting for A-Rod if he's a fucking Jet? Uh, I will I will still be a Packers fan, but I will be rooting for A-Rod just personally. I won't be a Jets fan, but I'll be rooting for A-Rod. I just, you know. Whatever. I'll be a little hurt. I can't lie to you. I'll be a little disappointed. Um, yeah, no, it'll suck. And it, it sucks, too, because I, I've been reading, you know, that, I mean, they're expecting A-Rod to make a decision, like, before free agency starts. That's just what I've been hearing. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we're kind of running out of days in between now and free agency. So I just have this feeling that, like, I'm going to wake up one day or I'm going to be eating lunch or something like that. I'm going to look down at my phone and it's going to be like, you know, A-Rod's going to the Jets. I'm just going to be like, fuck, man, it's going to ruin my whole day. You know Um, it's going to happen, though. (laughs) I don't know that it's going to happen. I I feel like like there's a decent possibility it does. I don't know that it's going to happen. Are there gambling odds on this kind of shit? I mean, I'm sure there are on some website, but like just your typical fan duel. I don't know. I feel, yeah, there, there's got to be somewhere. Um, I don't know. I, I would not be like, you know, last season, you know, or, you know, last off season, off season before last season, you know, when they were talking about, ah, you know, is A-Rod going to stay or is he going to go? I, I always felt like he was going to stay. I didn't really buy into a lot of the hype. You know, I thought he was going to stay with Green Bay. I didn't even really think there was a high possibility he moved anywhere. And he didn't. But I, this offseason is definitely a little different. You know, like, you know, he's meeting with Jets guys. And, you know, I, I mean, it's just it just is different. It feels different. You know, and I, I think a lot of people would, would probably bet, yes, that he does move. Uh, move on from Green Bay, goes to the Jets. I, I think it's, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, f- I feel like at this point it might be a coin flip, you know, something like that. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't want to see it, but it's obvious that, like, the Jets do want a quarterback other than Zach Wilson. Derek Carr went to the Saints, which we could talk about, you know, a little bit. 
I mean, that really leaves, you know, like Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers. Um, and, you know, I mean, if you're, if you're in the market for a new quarterback and you've got the, you know, you've got the money to make it happen, I would be pursuing those two guys. Shit. So I was just trying to find the odds here. I have on, like, uh, I don't have anything on FanDuel, but on other shit you can, like, bet on the draft and shit like that. At least on some players. Fucking. But I know there's that there's websites for this kind of shit. I mean, I don't know. Fucking. Hell, there's, uh, there's websites where you can bet on who the fucking presidential nominee is going to be. You have to imagine. Somebody's oh, yeah. got odds on you know, A-Rod going to the Jets somewhere. They exist somewhere, I'm sure. Um, oh, is that, I mean, I don't know. Some shit's tricky, though, because, like, well, I guess if you, mm, you know, because, like, if you're A-Rod, could you go bet on that, you know? No, probably not. That's probably legal as fuck. Or somebody who's in the know, you know? I guess that's just, like, trading on insider information, betting. I mean, I'm. it's, you know, it's illegal, but. I don't yeah, know. I guess sure. there's, there's, you could bid on fucking anything. I guess there's always a website yeah. or something. Yeah, no, there definitely is. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I, I, I won't believe that a rod is leaving to go to the jets until I see some like real solid shit, you know, because before now it's really just been, you but know, he's never I had, mean, there's a, definitely smoke, you know, he's never had a fucking, a team like this that he just was interested in. And, you know, the Packers aren't going to want to continue to put up with fucking rebuilding. A, like, do you want to rebuild or are you going to win a fucking Super Bowl with this old fuck, you know? How many more years has he realistically got? Does he want to do a fucking Brady thing and go try to finish out somewhere fucking warm? I would. That's what I would fucking do if I was A-Rod. Why the well, fuck I mean, would you stay at the Packers? About, well, if we're talking about New York. No, I, mean, I wouldn't I'm go sure, to New I'm York. Sure it's warm. I'm sure it's warmer than Green Bay, but <laughs> it still gets pretty cold up there. I, I don't. Oh yeah, I think fucking yeah. I don't think that's the ideal fucking landing spot for him. But so for a guy like that, what is what is the what is is the fucking? Do you know the rules with the free agency shit? Like fucking, I feel like the ideal place for a Rod would be fucking the 49ers, but they wouldn't spend that kind of money on a guy like that. But you know, it's his fucking. It's where he's from and all that shit. He just fits there. Pretty sure he's hasn't he always wanted to play there? Or is that Brady? No, I, well, I mean, I, I know the um, well, I know he he like expected to be drafted by them, and he was a 49ers fan growing up. So, of course, they, they didn't draft him, they drafted Alex Smith instead. A Rod fell to the Packers, but I don't know. I feel like I mean, I don't, I, I haven't heard anything about you know. A Rod going there, but I guess it's not impossible. There's also another LA team that's looking to, or you know, another California team that's looking to move on from their quarterback, the Rams. Ah, that is also true. Hmm. You know, but they're like, they're like getting rid of everybody. You know what I mean? So, like they got rid of fucking Jalen Ramsey and shit. I guess you know, the question like, was like, uh, so when can teams start talking? And like, is it is it possible that nothing fucking you know, because, like, wait, what, what day does free agency just – is it wide open? Yeah, I think it becomes wide open on the 15th. And, like, 15th. the legal tampering period starts tomorrow. And I, I forget I forget who all you can talk to in that period. Like, obviously, A-Rod has already been talking to, like, Jets higher-ups. I know that because um, 
because Lamar was hit with the non-exclusive franchise tag that teams cannot start talking to him until the 15th, until free agency starts. So like, yeah, the, the absolute earliest we could hear anything about Lamar would be the 15th. And it's, you know, I feel like it's unlikely that he gets a deal done like the same day the free agency opens, but they can't even start talking to him until Wednesday. I heard people talking about that one. Like, uh, when I say I heard people, I mean, I saw some shit on Twitter. Uh, just an interesting idea. Is that fucking... Well, I don't know. The, the interesting thing was, like, uh, that they're going to make other people hold up fucking cap space by, you know, him him having to, like... I don't know. Something about waiting all these days to talk to somebody or... I don't I, how, I don't know how that, like, grace period of talking to people goes. You know, you, you, probably, you said they can start talking Monday. No, uh, no, you said I, they have to wait until Wednesday on Lamar. So, like... Yeah, I don't know. It kind of holds people up if they were interested in it. But I've also seen a lot of people just straight up are not interested. But you know, yeah, you don't I'm know what. Like, why? I mean, why would why would you go for it? Like, what what is what is Lamar Jackson offering you that like? There's several really fucking good young quarterbacks in the draft. You know that are like it's kind of like OBJ asking for twenty million. You know, it's kind of like. I mean, Lamar Jackson's obviously better than Odell. But like, I mean, different positions or whatever. But you know, like he is still a liability. And would you want to take a risk on a guy who's going to want to sign with you for like four years, at least? I don't know. And just fucking lock something in, and then he just gets injured. Like fuck, you know. It's kind of I don't a. Know. I mean, I feel like anybody can career. get injured. Uh, I mean. Well, I mean, I feel, I feel like the difference between, like, Lamar is that, like, he is capable of playing at, like, like a, like a really, really high level. But you know? a lot of his game is running, though. That's why his injuries, like, matter a lot more. It's not like Mahomes tore his fucking ACL. Like, he just, he can come back from that real easy. But, like, it just affects it a lot more when, like, you just kind of fucking just blow people away with your ability to just run up the fucking middle, you know? Your legs matter more. I mean, I, f- I feel like if you're, you know, if, if you're in the market for a new quarterback and you don't have a great draft pick and you're not really, you know, you can't make any movement there, I feel like it makes sense to go after Lamar. You know, I mean, if you have a high draft pick, you know, it, you know, you can definitely get one of these young guys coming up. But so you know that you're going to get a great quarterback with Lamar. Like, you know he's going to be there? great. Who was even in that position, though, at the Jets? And they're looking at A-Rod for whatever the fuck reason. Yeah, I don't exactly I – don't, I don't know I don't know who has, you know, what all draft pick. I know Chicago traded their first overall to Carolina, and I know Carolina wants to trade it to somebody else. Um, I, don't, I don't know who exactly is where. Uh, I I just I don't know I don't I just don't know what's going to happen to him. I don't know how many teams are you know both interested in Lamar and have the money that he's going to want. I mean Daniel Jones just got forty million a year in what like a hundred twenty million dollar deal, something like that. I mean if if Daniel Jones is worth forty million, Lamar is going to so, be. That's so ignorant. Who the fuck? <laughs> God damn, dude! Daniel Jones is making bank, man. He's making bank. I mean, hats off to him, you know? He said he wanted 45, and he got 40, you know? He's raking in that money. 
just to <laughs> just to give the Giants some mediocre seasons, you know. Um, I don't even hate the guy. I, I don't even. I, <laughs> I actually like. I like Daniel Jones. I like watching him play. If he was my quarterback, I'd, I'd probably have some concerns. You know, I might buy. I might not be as nice and friendly. Um, I kind of like the guy though. You know, he's fun to watch. He's you know he's decent. He's not bad. He's far from the worst starting quarterback in the league. But forty million a year. Forty million? Are you high? That's the thing. He's so goddamn much money. That's ridiculous. That's so much money for a guy who oh. just like he—he he just I don't know. He's just some fucking. I don't know. I mean, I mean that Baker know, said. That, you ever Baker Mayfield tweeted about him? Just talked all that shit. I don't know. I guess they both have a fucking starting spot. I don't know. Are the Rams. That's who he's. He's with the Rams now. That's right. Are they gonna yeah. fucking? Are they gonna ride with Baker or what? I that that's that's what I've been hearing. Of course, I've been hearing it from a lot of unofficial sources, but. Well, I mean, I, well, I mean, I've heard it from some decent sources. I've heard people say that, you know, like L.A. feels like they can work with, with Baker Mayfield. Like, I mean, I don't know. Is Baker Mayfield going to give you a worse season than you had last year? I mean, I know he's, I know he started some of those games, but he didn't start like the whole season. You know, like it is. Like, are you going to have more luck with Baker Mayfield than you did Matt Stafford? Last season, I don't know that you will, but eh, why not give it a shot? You know, they obviously want to move on from Matt Stafford, so I mean, yeah, he's old as fuck. So that, so I was just looking, I was just doing some looking. How can fucking you know where I think Lamar would be just really appreciated and where he should really fucking look at going is the fucking Titans. Mm. They need to move on from Tannehill. How can they get out of that? I think if they, they could probably like a massive contract. Oh, Isn't he's fucking. The... Uh, I think this last year he's set to make fucking uh, thirty six million. Damn. Or hit or against the cap that much? I think he's making like twenty seven million. I don't know. Wait, wait. I don't know what all these things mean. Fucking total GTD. That's eighteen million, and then his fucking—I don't know. I fuck. I'm reading shit wrong. Actually, totally, that's wrong. That's not. Fuck, I'm reading all the wrong numbers. Forget I fucking said any of that. But fucking, he's making—he's making a lot of goddamn money. At least twenty-seven yeah. million guaranteed, and then fucking some more. Yeah. So I remember seeing similar things. Like almost, he's going to cost the Titans almost like somewhere between thirty and forty million next next season. And it's like boy. it's fifteen percent of their fucking cap space. Oh god damn. And Derrick Henry's so at seven percent of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I man, uh I do love Derrick Henry. I don't have as much love for Tannehill, but I I, I love Derrick Henry. Tannehill has been something, you know. Uh this you know, there there's a I feel like there is a, a good amount of talent on the Titans squad. Um, but these guys are not going to win a Super Bowl. You know, like Tannehill is not the guy that's going to lead you to a Super Bowl. He's not going to do it. He fucking – did last time they were in the playoffs, he choked. You know, he threw like three picks. He threw the game ceiling pick. He choked. He's not going to be the guy that takes the Titans to a Super Bowl. And we've seen 
we've all seen that graphic by now, you know, like the, the salaries of the running backs for, you know, the fucking Super Bowl winning teams of the past 10 years, 15 years, whatever it was. They're not getting paid as much money as Derrick Henry's getting paid, you know, and I wouldn't really want to see him go anywhere because I do really love watching the guy play. Uh, there's just something about watching him sling grown men around. Like, it's fucking grown, tremendous. Grown pro football playing men. You know, <laughs> he's not slinging me around out there. He's slinging around big fucking football players. Like, you know, I love it. He's, yeah. No, he, I mean, him and Lamar running some shit together would be a beautiful thing. That would be so crazy. Like, you got. They need to pick up. Well, I mean, part of what makes Lamar so good is old fucking Mark Andrews. Just fucking. Yeah, being good as fuck over there. Titans would have to pick up some pieces to fucking give Lamar a fucking reason to go there. But I think they could, you know? I mean, I think he'd be appreciated in fucking Nashville. But I think he would. I think he would. That running threat would be insane. You know, you just... Whoever's running the ball at you would give you trouble. Dude, they went nuts when fucking they got Mariota. They... Imagine having somebody who was actually yeah. fucking good. <laughs> Hell yeah, they went nuts when they got Mariota. I, I, I went nuts when they got Mariota. Dude, yeah, it I was great. It. Oh, dude. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I was an Oregon fan for like that season of college football just because I love watching yeah. Mariota so much. It was I, awesome. Know, yeah, it's like, I'm a, you know, I'm a Tennessee guy, of course, fucking, you know, through, through everything, but... I was I was definitely watching a little more fucking Oregon football than I was Tennessee football that year. I mean that dude was clear in both lines. He was just jumping over people, running the ball. He was so much fun. And then when he came to Tennessee, it was like, hell yeah, we finally have our guy. And of course, it didn't work out. And he did I I was also excited to see him get the job at Atlanta. I was you know, I not not that I thought it would lead anywhere, but I just wanted to see him have a starting role again. And boy, it also did not work out great for Atlanta, but I still do really like the guy. So, like, who else has he played for? Uh, he was on the Raiders for a second. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I don't, I don't know if there's been anyone else he played for since, you know, uh, since joining the league. But I know he was on the Raiders for a hot second. Um, speaking of the Raiders, I feel like one of the big, uh, one of the big moves that we haven't even mentioned. We've mentioned some of the other ones, not that we've gone in depth on all of them, but one of the ones that happened a while back that we've not talked about was Derek Carr going to the Saints. Um, yeah, fucking, that's all right, I guess. It's a, it's a fit. It's I don't know if it's a perfect fit, but, like, I mean, it's good for him. I'm glad they got it figured out. I mean, is Sean Payton, is he still coaching there, or did they get rid of him? Did they trade him away or some shit like that? Oh yeah, no, he he left. He's going to uh, Denver now. Yeah, he's oh, like yeah. He he is like currently he he will be Denver's head coach this next season. That's that yeah. That, there's another one because I'm I'm sitting here looking at like all the transactions that have happened so far. I I I completely forgotten about uh, Sean Payton going to Denver until you said it right there. Yeah, no, he's. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to go join the best that is the Denver Broncos. <laughs> Why the fuck would dude if he can he he's been good with little short quarterbacks in the past, but Russell Wilson is a particular fucking pile of trash. <laughs> yeah. Um 
yeah, this last season was rough. If you're a Denver fan, I'm not a Denver fan. Um, Broncos if, country, if, let's ride. What a fucking loser. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dude, Fuck, I, I, I'm sure he'll never hear this, but whatever. Fuck no, it. no, I'll no, th- it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not listening. He's too busy in his fucking coach's office. Yeah. yeah, oh, fuck, yeah. Just praying. Little, little <laughs> Ignoring his teammates, not accepting the calls. Taking in some fuck. yeah, hell yeah. Fucking speaking <laughs> to his, like, agent. What a fucking, or his PR guy. What a piece of fucking shit. Yeah. Just like, no, I mean, it's, you're playing football, dude. Like, I don't know. People have talked shit about him in the past, you know, his other teammates. He's got yeah. a reputation. Oh. Yeah, Richard Sherman, now that he's like, you know, he's in broadcasting and all this shit, he's doing podcasting, everything like that. That man loves throwing some shade at Russell Wilson. Other other teammates of his, uh, you know, have too. But like Richard Sherman, he's like, you know, he, he's maybe the most like like vocal. He's on TV all the time, everything like that. He's always talking shit about Russell Wilson. Yeah, I mean, because they had a solid squad, you know, there for a while won a Super Bowl, went you know, went to two Super Bowls, everything like that. You you know, they had the great defense they had, but you know, now it sounds like it, it wasn't always as uh as functional a squad as people were kinda kinda led to believe. And you know, now that we've seen what you know the Broncos look like with, with Russell Wilson, it's you know, it's not hard to believe a lot of the stuff that they they say about him. You know, it kind of fits in with what we've seen over this past season. But you know, Sean Payton is not the worst coach that they could grab. You know, like if Didn't, anyone, no, do what? I fucking, I, I was fucking, yeah. No, he is. <coughs> goddamn, he is fucking good. Uh, Cortland Sutton said he's some shit about him wanting to fucking leave. God damn, I tried to fucking I tried to fucking hit the mute button. Fucking if anybody's made it fucking this far into the podcast, my bad guys. <laughs> God shit. Yeah. Uh no, I'm I mean I'm not surprised to yeah, to hear that Cortland Sutton wants out. I mean, I, I would imagine that a lot of because he, he's a pretty young guy, right? Like he's in his twenties. He's Yeah, he's yeah, supposed he's to be big. fucking good as fuck, but like he hasn't I mean, he's a trash quarterback, and he's been, I don't know. Obviously, the coaching shit hasn't worked out with him, whoever the fuck. I don't know. I mean, receivers are like, y- you could be the best receiver ever and fucking never be in a fucking system that works for you and just not it just not work, you know. But you yeah. can be a guy like fucking Julian Edelman, who like probably, I mean, he was good as fuck, but would he fit on just any other team? Probably a lot of them, but you know. There's there's good coaches out there. I don't know. There's coaches that when they go places like the quarterbacks are fucking good, like fucking Andy Reid. You know, wherever yeah. the fuck he goes, there's good quarterbacks. Oh yeah, and you know, Cortland Sutton is a guy that we've seen play really well. Like he, you know, he, he had a season a couple years ago where he went over a thousand yards, and it was like it's like his second or third season in the league, something like that. Like he is capable of being a very good quarterback but it just you know it kind of seems like you know the situation with Russ just isn't really going to work out for him um yeah no I was going to say earlier I mean you know Sean Sean Payton I mean he's he's about as good of a guy as you can get if anyone can save that team from just you know having another season like they had last year I mean it's probably him you know and if he can't do it then boy Denver fans are in for some long long years 
Uh, I'm glad I'm not a Denver fan. But, I, I mean, I am a Packers fan who's maybe about to lose our star quarterback, so I don't know how good I have it. I mean, would you rather have Russell Wilson or would uh, you rather no. have fucking Jordan Love, you know? I'd rather – I honestly, I, you know, I, I mean, I've, I've done it, you know, just us talking off the podcast in the past, you know, talk because there's there's Packer fans that are, like, sold on Jordan Love. They're like, we want him to be the guy. We think he's the future. And I'm like, what the fuck are y'all basing this on? You know, it's like, I, and I don't even dislike the guy, but I'm just saying like what we've seen from him so far, he's not looked that fucking impressive. You know, maybe, maybe he gets the starting gig next season and he fucking turns out, you know, and he's really something. And that's all, you know, that's all good and fine. But like, I, there are just people that are so confident despite us seeing so little of his ability. And the little bit that we have seen does not lead me to believe that he's better than A-Rod, but that being said, to answer your question, I would rather take a chance on Jordan Love than I would Russell Wilson at this point. Um, yeah. No question. Yeah, I'll, I'll roll the dice on Jordan Love. Uh, might not have a choice. Might have to roll the dice uh, on him anyway. And, you know, if he does become the starting guy, I will fucking, you know, I'll be behind him 100% as a loyal Packers fan. I'll have no choice. I got a fucking question. I haven't really ever thought about this, but, like, how many of, like, the most successful quarterbacks play on multiple teams? Like, is it – how many quarterbacks, I guess, on average get to the Super Bowl with the team that drafted them? Like, versus teams that don't draft – like, have a guy come in. That is interesting. Because, um, like, I don't know. Because, I mean, Brady is an exception. I mean, Tom Brady's one of them. And then fucking – what's his name? Joe Montana. I don't know if he made it to. Did he win a Super Bowl with the fucking who did he go to? He went from oh, the yeah. fucking. Yeah. No. He. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He. Yeah. He. He definitely won one. Um, I feel like it definitely does happen. There are some notable exceptions, though. Well, I mean, you know, we, we've been talking about the Saints for a minute, but uh, Drew Brees is an example of a guy that you know played for a team, then went and fucking play for somebody else and, and won a Super Bowl with them. Um, I don't know. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how common it is to win a Super Bowl with the team that drafts you. I mean, if you just think of people who have been in it recently, uh, God damn, I have some weird feedback in my headphones. I don't know if you're getting that. but No, I can't hear it. Alright, fuck it. Then that's all good. Uh, let me see. Uh, I don't know. If you just think about people who have been there recently, they're usually... I mean, Drew Brees was briefly on the Chargers. He's also somebody who, like... Like, that doesn't happen all that often. Just a quarterback just fucking not stay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I, feel like a lot, I feel like a lot of quarterbacks do try to make it work with the team that they have, and then it just kind of, you know... It just kind of becomes apparent that it's not going to happen with that team. You know, they get out of their rookie contract. And they're like, "All right, let me, yeah, let me, let me try to move somewhere else." Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, well, you talk about guys that have done it recently, but like Matt Stafford, you know, was on the lines forever. <laughs> you know, and then his first season with the Rams, he gets him a, gets him a ring. All he needed was a, was a change of teams. He's a good example, too. Yeah, I guess he is really recent, too. I mean, 
I don't know. I guess it just depends on the guy. I mean, Russell Wilson is just a guy who, like, is it more likely that they fucking change teams? And But I guess if you change teams, you're probably, like, there's probably a reason you're fucking changing teams. Like, you're not either, I mean, if it's the case where the team sucks and you're actually good, I guess you could fucking win a Super Bowl. But, like, uh, you know, there's a lot of other guys. That, I mean, Russell Wilson, fucking, he's a guy who fucking, did he win a Super Bowl or no? Oh, yeah. He, he did. Okay, wait, yeah, that's uh, right. Wait, did he? Not I think he did. Hold on. Yeah, because Richard Sherman. Wait. And then... Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. They, um... Yeah, no, he fucking, uh... They beat the damn... They beat the Broncos. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, they, they beat the dog shit out of him. Percy Harvin had the kickoff at... Yeah, uh, you know, coming back from the half and shit. That's right. I don't know. No, I get good. I get so much shit just mixed up in my fucking head thinking about you know years past. I've watched a fair amount of football, you know. I I yeah. I guess we also this is we're just we're just kind of fucking. <laughs> if we had looked up beforehand, you know what we were going to talk about, but we were just kind of firing this one off the dome. But yeah, uh, also had a couple of drinks and it's ten p.m. where we are now. Fucking yeah. Can thank daylight yeah. savings time for all that. Damn, that shit does suck. Yeah, woke up Fuck confused it. as a motherfucker this morning. Oh my fuck! I feel like every single clock I had said something different. I was confused. I was tired. I was like, "What is happening?" I was pissed. It was like fucking. It was just miserable. No, I was just like, I would. It's very disappointed. I was like, "Damn, I slept like shit." It, it took. It took quite a while checking the clocks back and forth, just being confused as a motherfucker. I, did they? I mean. I hadn't even thought about it. Somebody, met, I saw heard it mentioned briefly, like this fucking Sunday, but in one ear and out the other, you know, like I was not prepared for it at all. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I wasn't either. Yeah. I kept, I kept glancing over at my fucking stove and the clock on it, and I was like, God damn, is that really what time it is? And of course, the stove was wrong because I didn't change it. What you know? And then you know, shit like your phone, laptop, it all changes by itself. Um. I don't know. Just a confusing time. Just as we kind of wrap it up, um, did want to mention one thing kind of towards the end here. Um, you know, I've <laughs> I mentioned it last week, but my car has been in the shop for a minute now. Transmission issues, fucking, going to cost me an arm and a leg. Yeah, yo, yada yada, all that kind of stuff. Um, but it has given me uh, some time to sit on my ass and play a lot of video games. Um, not that I wasn't doing that anyway, but I'm definitely playing, you know, more now than I was before my car went in the shop. And, you know, it kind of just got me thinking, um, you know, I, 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 th I think it would be an interesting idea to stream because I've always liked video games. I've always, I've always played them, you know, just, for, I mean, from a kid to now, I've always, I've always enjoyed playing them. Um, I'm not great, <laughs> you know, at a, at a lot of the games that I play, you know, I'm good at some, but um, you know, and, and it's, it's something that people have been able to like use to grow their brand or, you know, I mean, there are obviously people that have made a lot of money doing it and everything like that. I think that, you know, streaming might be an interesting way to, um, just connect with fans and kind of expand, uh, the fan base that the podcast has, um, which is really funny because I've never really been interested 
in like like watching you know people play video games whether it's a, like a youtube video or, or streaming on twitch or anything like that it's never really been an interest of mine uh in fact kind of the opposite i've kind of always made fun of uh those people it just seems kind of i don't know i always thought it was kind of odd to uh i don't know to sit around and watch people play video games but i, I do think it would give uh me an interesting opportunity to connect with more fans and just kind of connect through a different medium because i mean we you know i mean we talk about you know sports and politics and those are obviously two two big interests of mine but you know like i said i've also i've, I've also been playing video games pretty much ever since i could figure out how to um you know and sitting around playing video games for the past week, week and a half, whatever it's been has just kind of, you know, made me start thinking about that a little bit more. Um, you know, been, I started playing Skyrim again for the first time in a long time, been playing some rocket league. We've been playing some rocket league cause it's a, uh, it's cross platform. We have two different consoles, but you know, uh, yeah, rocket league is one of the few things that we can actually play together. Um, you know, played a little bit of the battlefield 2042 that's out. Of course, I've always been a big fan of like Madden and 2K and, and the UFC games and everything like that. You know, I mean, those are, you know, you know all of these things that I've said are you know, pretty popular games that I feel like a lot of people, you know, our age or younger uh, have played. So, you know, and, and you can stream like right from your console, uh, which is something that I, you know, I had never really looked into before I started thinking about this. So, I mean, it would be a very easy thing to do, maybe you know, set aside uh, an evening during the week or, you know, I don't know, maybe a Friday or, you know, whatever it is, and just, uh, just stream a little bit. Well, you know, you know maybe, maybe let people vote on, you know, what game they want to see or, you know, um, you know, I, I could make an account that people could add me on and play with me while I stream and everything like that. And of course, while you're streaming, you can see the chat and interact with fans and everything. So, uh, yeah, all that rambling just to say that it's something that I'm thinking about. Um, I think it would be fun. I think it would be a cool way to interact with fans. But uh, I don't know. Haven't haven't made any decisions on whether I'm going to go all in uh, on that or not. But um, I don't know. Just kind of wanted to throw it out there. Uh, I think it's a neat idea, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think it could be a lot of fun. Uh it would also give like a, you know, like the podcast is all, um, all audio and even, even on YouTube, you know, when I put the videos up there, it's just kind of the podcast logo and then the, the audio to go with it. But, you know, like this would, you know, this would give me a way to talk to people outside of that podcast medium. And, you know, I mean, they would, they would have something, uh, to watch while I was commentating over it. So, uh, just something to think about, maybe something to look forward to. Um, in the future, you know, we might have to hop on a stream together, you and me, and play with some folks in some Rocket League, maybe do some tournaments, stream that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. I think it could be a lot of fun. Uh, but it is getting late here now. It's a little past uh, 10 p.m., and I can definitely tell that by the way that I'm rambling. So, uh, you know, no, yeah, we should beat some motherfuckers' asses in Rocket League, and you pussies would fucking lose. Anybody who made it <laughs> minutes into here, yeah, fucking, yeah. I don't yeah. know, I don't know your ad and shit like that, but we'll fucking get into that probably but, next week. Uh, yeah, or I'll let you know it now. 
Yeah, anyone who wants to smoke in Rocket League can come get it. Um, yeah, that's it for this episode. Uh, yeah, be on the lookout for that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, don't know what the next few episodes are going to look like. Like I said, in a couple of months, we'll have the one-year anniversary, and uh, we'll have to do something interesting for that. But uh, we yeah, have, yeah. You got any guests lined up? Anything at all? Anybody you're fucking looking at? Uh, Trevor P, UFC fighter from Tennessee. I want to get him on. I've, I've said it before in a previous episode, but um, I've yet to reach out to him. So I am going to reach out to him this week. I absolutely uh, will do that. And then we can have, uh, you know, have, have invite a, a fellow Tennessean onto the show. I've seen uh, some... There's, I mean, shit starting to. I'm probably about to start picking up in the next few months, like with some fucking candidates, some people announcing some shit. There's one guy, I don't know. There's some guy running. I don't know if he's running as a Republican or an independent, but he's been saying some wild shit on the internet, you know. So yeah. I can't think of his name right now, and I'm pretty sure what it's I'm thinking. Vivek Ramaswamy. I some shit that I couldn't pronounce, probably. Yeah. Yeah, he is running. He's yeah, he's running for president as a Republican. He has kind of been all over the place. He was uh, he's been doing different shows. I just saw that uh, he was on um, Jake Tapper's show, State of the Union. He's been uh, yeah, he's he's a little more a little more right wing than I am, but uh, he'd be an interesting guy to talk to for sure. Yeah. Uh, who else? I've seen something. Uh, there's the guy. I think he might have followed the podcast. Uh, um, was it Osama something Obama? Fucking, he had a very specific name that was like you know some other names that was all combined together. Oh yeah, uh, I don't. Th- I think he was running for like Senate in California, maybe. I think so. But his name, like his name was something like Barack Obama Mandela or something like that, and. I think he did follow the podcast. And of course, I, you know, I saw all of those names put together, and it you know, caught me off guard. But uh, uh, yeah, no, yeah, he's a yeah, he's a real guy running for Senate in California. Um, I'm looking through my followers right now, though. I think he might have unfollowed me, which you know, whatever. Whatever, um, fuck it, you know. I don't know. Yeah, like you said, you know, the 2024 cycle is going to kick up before we know it. And, you know, by then there's going to be an ungodly amount of candidates that I can talk to. Um, so, yeah, try to keep you guys updated on, on any new guests that I have coming up uh, in the near future. Like I said, going to reach out to Trevor Peak, see if he'll come on. Um, yeah, that's all I got. I think that's it for this episode. All right. Peace out, out, motherfuckers.